0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air, online showcase for the best in independent, documentary, and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In a fateful bumper car collision, Jake and Ella meet and become the most loving couple in the long history of romance. But when a scheming other woman drives a wedge of jealousy into their perfect courtship, insecurity spells out an untimely fate. With only the help of a disgraced magician and his forbidden soul machine, Ella takes the form of Jake's numerous lovers, desperately fighting through malfunction and deceit as they try to reclaim their destiny. We're joined today by the writer, a director, a animator, uh, one of the truly uh, leading uh, lights in, in animation for many, many years called the king of animation, uh, and that would be Bill Plimpton. Bill, welcome to film school.
1: Thank you for a great introduction. Wow. And you really capsulized the film quite well in your little uh, one or two sentence uh, introduction. So thank you so much for that.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, first of all, I I, I want to people understand uh, just your place sort of in the development of animation uh, a little bit before we start talking about Cheaton. Mm-hmm. Um, you were the, the legend has it you were the first person to hand draw an entire animated film. That was the tune, was it not?
1: Yes, it was very good. Nineteen ninety.
0: Right, God, that's
1: amazing. Uh,
0: the you've, in addition to the you know the animated work that you've done, you've also worked for the New York Times, National Lampoon, Playboy, and screw magazine my god al, <laughs> i hadn't thought about al goldstein Whoa. until i read in in in, in, med, in decades but there it is al goldstein screw magazine you've been uh you really have been in the vanguard of so many different things in the world of animation uh, including taking control and ownership of the work that you do you've worked with madonna kanye west weird al Yankovic. uh in addition to your work your own work um you've been nominated for a number of academy awards You've won awards at Cannes Film Festival, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I, it's a real honor and privilege to have you on. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the sort of the story behind cheating.
1: Sure. Uh, it was inspired by a relationship I had about 15 years ago with this woman who I thought was going to be the love of my life. And we moved in together, and um, after about a month or two, we wanted to strangle each other. And uh, at the same time, we were hot to have sex. And I thought this was very uh, very strange, very surreal to have those two passions side by side in the same relationship. Uh, they're very opposite passions, of course. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be an interesting idea for a film. Uh, it was only after the, the relationship broke up that I came up with the idea for the film. But I, I certainly used that as uh the um the the single idea the 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 singular idea and uh <clears throat> i wanted to talk about uh this woman uh ella who's the star of the film uh, the first time i've used a female uh star and her love for uh jake the her boyfriend and husband is so uh so full so rich so so important to her that uh she um is willing to let him have affairs as long as she can be part of the love-making process just because she needs his love so much. Um, It's really a very uh, unselfish kind of love. And I thought that was really kind of an interesting idea. I'd never seen that uh, portrayed in a film before. And also just the whole idea of, of uh, jealousy and, um, and commitment and, and relationships. Uh, these are issues that are really uh, fascinating to me. And there's a, I found a lot of humor, a lot of uh, pathos, a lot of uh, uh, character, uh, character uh, definition in there that, that really was, was very interesting for me.
0: And I, for our audience, I'm, I'm certain that most, if not all, the people listening to the sound of our voice, voices, um, are familiar with your work. They've they've seen it in many different ways. I mentioned some videos of Madonna and Kanye West and Weird Al Yankovic. But your your work and your style has really permeated uh, a lot of the pop culture in this in our. In our well, world. a
1: lot of people may have seen it in um, the MTV. I started out doing a lot of MTV animation, Right. and then uh, I did some Geico ads that were everywhere. I mean, they 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 showed those things a lot. And then most recently, uh, they may have seen me in The Simpsons. I've done three Simpsons couch gags, and if you watch The Simpsons, you would have seen my my animation. Those are little introductions before the the Simpsons show starts. So it's around there. It's it's around and now it's starting to get on the internet. We've just signed a deal with iTunes, uh, through Shorts International to to show my entire library, which is about uh fifteen hours of animation. It's a lot of it's a lot of movies. And so uh, watch for those uh, coming out, um, I think, April 1st.
0: And your influence. By the way, for people who want to find out more about your work, um, the uh, website for you is just billplimpton.com. Have I got that
1: right? No, I think it's plimptoons.com. Oh, flim, that's right.
0: Bill. Okay, so Plimptoons. No Bill, no bill. just yeah. plimptoons.com. B- Plimptoons, so it's, that's P-L-Y-M-P-T-O-O-N-S thank you very much uh, and and um there was a so in and in and sort of terms of influence we will get back to talking about cheating i just want to because because so. i've been seeing your work uh, just last year uh rocks in my pocket uh, Signe uh bumani uh yeah she, uh, she her work just very much looks like your work and that was a spectacular film about um mental illness i thought it was wonderful right. Right. so it's, it must be it must feel good to see your prodigy go forth, or you the people who you've influenced go forth and do such good work. That's got to feel like a...
1: Well, it's interesting, because back in 1990, I did a, an animated feature film, my first one, actually, called The Tune. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't get any money for it, so I decided to make it myself. I did all the drawings and, and all the backgrounds and the script, and, and uh, I didn't realize that no one had done that before. And now, of course, everyone is doing it um uh, It seems like there's a hundred animated feature films coming out every year made by people sitting at home in front of their computers uh, making making movies and I think that's wonderful. I think it's great that it's uh the 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 whole world now can make their own animated feature film, so you're speaking of uh you know, people I've influenced, and hopefully, uh, the idea that uh, anybody can make a film now is is kind of universal, and I think that's very cool.
0: Yeah. Now let's talk about Cheaton. Um, one of the great things about it, and one of my favorite sequences, is at the very near the beginning of the film, in which we see Ella's. Uh, she's just sort of uh, had an an encounter with uh, with Jake, and the mm-hmm. and her heart, her opening of her own, uh, you know, her opening herself up to love. That yes, sequence yes. is just so beautiful uh and so so I mean it's just such a poignant um mm-hmm. way of portraying it. Um I just I just wanted to say that because it just there's so many sequences in your films uh but this one was I thought. Yeah, uh, no,
1: that's one of my favorite sequences and and I think it's very key to the uh emotional uh evolution of of her character and her her romance with Jake. Uh, it's for people who haven't seen it it's kind of monochromatic yeah. It's pencil on paper with a little wash, and mm-hmm. the music by Nicole and Raynaud really sells the emotion that's going on in this part and uh it's It's Ella's sort of fantasy, her dream fantasy of of her finding someone to love and her her loveless life up until this moment, and how she's ready and willing to give her heart to to Jake and and willing to share her life with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really uh, uh, one of the key moments in the film. So I'm glad you... You recognize that,
0: yeah. It's it's just a beautiful sequence, and you're right. It just it's an insight into the character and into the world in which she's beginning to find herself, just completely in love with Jake. And
1: and, and there's no dialogue. Well, you get, I, yes. you get all of this information without a word of of, of English, and I, I think that sometimes that's more poetic and more powerful that way.
0: Well, there's nary a word in Cheaton. I mean, most of it is, uh, and that's one of the another strength of this film, is in many ways a lot of your work feels like it's sort of a homage to the silent era. Uh, A lot of your work is is, it's very expressive. I think you've kind of taken that idea of. Well, and with animation, you can do so much more in terms of expressing a character's emotions and their actions and all the rest of it. But it's beautiful to uh, it's a great way to pull yourself, be absorbed into the animation when you can do it without uh, a lot of dialogue. And your films tend to do that.
1: I, I, is Thank that. Is that something you, so. you
0: consciously dev- have uh, been sort of in your own mind that's.
1: Well, Well, uh, there are three reasons why I don't use dialogue in this film. I've used it in other films, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But number one, I'm not a great writer of dialogue. Uh, Number two, it's a lot easier to sell the film overseas if there's no words uh, in there to to dub or to subtitle. And number three, I just think it's more poetic. It's really... uh, uh, a, a powerful statement with you know, visuals and music working together to tell the story, and and that's it's really much easier to 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 make a film like that.
0: What was it about uh, making Cheaton for you? What what's what is there something uh, different about this film? I know that let, I'm putting aside just the uh, the doing of the making or the mm-hmm, drawing of mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I know that you've. Uh, entered into the world of Kickstarter and self-funding yes. of, of yes. like, would that be the most, what is the thing that would distinguish, in your mind, Cheaton, from some of the other works that you've done?
1: Well, uh, if you've seen some of my other films, the shorts and the features, they're basically joke, uh, joke-oriented, mm-hmm. uh, humor-oriented. I've, I was always a big fan of the Marx Brothers and W.C. Fields, and I use them as my, uh, my, my mentors uh, to, to make a film. Uh, but I got a lot of complaints how the story is very weak. There's no emotion. So on this film, I, I wanted to concentrate on their personalities, on the relationship, on their psychologies a little bit more. And, and I I think I succeeded. I think I, there's, there's more depth to it. There's more emotion. Uh, people uh, feel very sad for this couple because... They are the perfect couple, uh-huh. and uh, there's still jokes. There's still some sex. There's still some violence. <laughs> but I, I, I think that this is more of a um, emotional ride than it is just a joke a joke ride.
0: Oh, definitely. I, I mean, there are funny things in it, but yeah, as you said, but no, it's more. It's about the how hard love is, and and yes. how and how we're willing to uh, expand our our uh, sensibilities and our and our level of Tolerance or accepting things because of it, and because we feel this strong connection, and that, that's certainly the case with uh, with Sheen. Um, in addition to that, let's talk a little bit about the evolution of your craft mm-hmm. uh, since you were since you started and to to this day. Is is technology the biggest? Change from the first time you put pen to paper to today? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was telling people earlier today that um, when I was making films in the old technology, when we were using actually Kodak uh, 35 millimeter film, um, it was really expensive. I mean, first of all, you had to rent a, a camera stand and an operator, and you had to buy film stock from Kodak, and then you had to process it and then make a negative and an internegative and interpositive and I mean these these bills were were astronomical, and for an independent filmmaker like me who finances his own films, uh, it was a real uh, problem. Mm-hmm. Um, almost half of my budgets went to the technical side of filmmaking. Now we scan the scan the drawings onto our, our computer, and uh, clean them uh, digitally. And anytime there's a mistake, we just fix it digitally we don't have to reshoot the whole sequence and now the cost of the the technical side of the film is more like 5%. Hmm. So the rest of that money now goes to the art to the music getting good good backgrounds you know things that that are creative and that is a a wonderful wonderful um a change in the uh, in the the, the, the money the, the money side of filmmaking but also shipping the prints now I used to be able to uh, used to have to ship these really heavy cans of yeah. 35 millimeter film uh, that were incredibly bulky and uh, incredibly difficult to mail now we just send a file uh, via the internet to any of the theaters and it's just so much easier and we, we, we love that
0: yeah and um, tell me a little bit now I know that uh, you you You've tried to, to, well, let me put it differently. You like to do your own work. Mm -hmm. But I know that for certain films you've had to bring in other artists to help you finish or get everything taken care of. Uh, So it's good to hear you're able to put the money to that kind of thing as opposed to what you're talking about, the process of making all this happen. Um, Tell me a little bit about your experience with the uh, crowdsourcing like Kickstarter. I, we have a lot of filmmakers who listen to the show uh, and uh, they're all, I'm, they're always interested in hearing about, you know, getting a film, the money, enough money to get the film
1: out to yeah, the public. Yeah, what happened was we, we chose a technique uh, that was sort of a watercolor technique with mm-hmm. my crosshatch and this is very similar to uh, my illustration style I was doing back in the 70s and 80s. I fell in love with it but unfortunately I had to hire four more artists to 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 mimic that watercolor style, and consequently my budget uh, ran out uh, six months before the film was supposed to be finished. So uh, I was stuck. I was in deep debt, and I had nowhere to go. So I went to Kickstarter, and a guy by the name of Adam Rakoff ran the campaign, and he was very successful. and We had um, we raised over a hundred thousand dollars, and that was enough money to. Uh, To finish the film so so we finished it right on time and uh, on budget and uh it was uh went out to the festival so we're very happy uh, I gotta go soon, so. Oh, one okay. More question.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Uh, well, um, how is how are people going to be able to see this film? Is it a theatrical? Oh, release? Thank you
1: for asking. Yeah. yeah. Um, it comes out April third in the uh, Village East Cinema, which is on Eleventh Street. Uh, I'm sorry, Eleventh Street and Second Avenue. Okay. And I will be there every night to introduce the film and give drawings, uh, and then also uh, it'll be available on Vimeo on demand. On April 21st. Right. Uh, and I think you can actually sign up for it now. So. And then also, all of my uh, back catalog, all of my uh, features and shorts that I've been doing throughout my career uh, will soon be available on iTunes through shorts, uh, shorts International. So I tell people that if they want to see more of my work, if they like cheating, uh, they can go to iTunes and see the whole. The whole ouvre, as they call it.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so release April 3rd in New York at the Village East Theater. You're going to be there for a Q and a Also, it'll be screening in Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, Minneapolis, Denver, and Portland throughout April. And a April 21st, Vimeo release uh, available for Cheatin'. And I am so honored, truly honored. Uh, as I said, I've been a fan of your work for decades. Continue the good fight, Uh, Bill Plimpton. Thank you so much for being on Film School.
1: Thank you very much for having me, and um, I'm really happy for your support because it's it's an independently financed and independently distributed film, so we need uh, need all the help we can get.
0: Very good, Bill. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.